Welcome, everybody, to our very first episode of the All Topic Podcast with our very own host, Brody C. Brody, what's going on? Um, today, we are going to be going over one of my favorite subjects, which is the Rubik's Cube. Okay, the Rubik's Cube. So, is this a new thing, or is this fairly recent that you started getting into the Rubik's Cube? Um, this is very recent that I've been getting into. I've done it for a very long time. Wait, that doesn't even make sense, but very recent, but you've done it for a very long time. I think it was like four or five months ago you started getting into Ruby's Cubes, right? Yeah, I think it was about seven months ago. Dude. <laughs> Restart. No, we're not restarting. We're keep going. Uh, but we are not posting this. So what made you... All right, we've got a list of questions here to talk through. <clears throat> First one being, what made you want to have a cube? Well, I saw that most of my friends um, had a Rubik's Cube and that they could solve them really fast. And then I saw this documentary on Netflix called The Speed Cubers. And so um, from the Speed Cubers, how fast they could solve it, I was just um, really impressed. And so I wanted to see how fast I can solve it. So when I got my first Rubik's Cube for my birthday, I started just like messing around with it. And then my dad took it last night, one night and um, figured out how to solve it. And then he taught me. And so then he said if I solved it 30 times without his help, um, he would get me a speed cube. And so I did it 30 times and I got this Defantix Rubik's Cube. And so um, I had a lot of fun with it. And so my baby brother broke it. Now, hey, real quick, let's point of clarity here. What is the difference between a normal Rubik's Cube and a speed cube? Well, the difference between them is that a normal Rubik's Cube isn't really that fast because the pieces are more put together and they're, like, not magnetic. But if you loosen them a bunch, um, they'd have good corner cutting. So, like, if you did, like, so you bring the left side up, then you turn the up, then you go up, like, just turn the top side of it and kept doing that over and over. That would be called corner cutting, and you can easily tell if a cube is a speed cube or not, depending on its good corner cutting or bad corner cutting. Hmm. I don't even know what corner cutting is, and I don't think we need to dive into it either. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so give us a little bit of background here. Who made the speak, Who made the Rubik's Cube, or what, where did it come from? Well, the person who made it was named Ernal Rubik, and he was the first one who made the Rubik's Cube. Uh, when he start, started selling it at first, he didn't really make a lot of money because, well, puzzles are hard and difficult. So people weren't really interested until they found out that it was a moving cube puzzle. And so then he started making a lot of money off of the puzzle. And then um, other people started selling their own kinds of cubes, which were different brands, and they were faster and speedier. And then... Uh, the Rubik's Cube became, so it, then, there, then there became competitions, then worldwide competitions, and then there were state championships for it. And then um, it just became a big hit on the Rubik's Cube for Uno Rubik until he died. But Rubik's Cubes are still made today by different companies. And uh, I guess that the, I guess that some people took over the business of Uno Erno Rubik, 
and that's why there are still Rubik's Cubes sell, sold. Oh, nice. So, all right, let's go into our next question here. So this one says, how is a Rubik's Cube held together? Well, like, the center pieces are, like, moved together to where when you put the pieces in, um, they're, like, in there tightly, but not too tight, because if they were in too tight, it wouldn't be a speed cube. So they're at a certain distance, and they're put together um, directly where they're supposed to be, because even one, like, slight thing that's off will break the cube if you go too fast. Does it? Okay, cool. All right. Uh, well, so there's the Rubik's Cube, like the normal standard one everybody knows about. That's, they call that the 3x3, three three, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so what other kinds of cubes do they make? Well, there are like these cubes called 4x4s four where there is about maybe 8, maybe 12 pieces on each side of it. Hmm. And um, it creates a 4x4 four which is like a 3x3, three three, except it has some extra pieces. And it goes all the way to a 21x21. 21 21. And you're probably thinking, what about a 2x2 two two and a 1x1? One one? Well, those also exist, but the 3x3 three three is the main liked one because of how fast people can solve it because it's very easy because it only has at least 21 pieces on it. Hmm. So... All right, you said 3x3, 4x4, up to 21 by 21 mm-hmm, So, Is there any other, like, odd-shaped cubes, things like that? There is one called a Megaminx. There's also a Circle Cube, which is called a Rubik's Ivy. You can uh, look that up on Safari. and Or Google. Mm-hmm, or Google. And there's also another one called a Gear Cube, which is basically like a 3x3 Rubik's Cube. Except the pieces are gears, and so when you turn it, it'll turn the gears. Nice. All right. Last thing here, we've got, we'll close things out here for episode one, is give us some uh, nice fun facts that you know uh, related to Rubik's Cubes. Um, some Some of them are finger tricks. The most used one by speed cubers is... Um, the one where they use their ring finger to turn the bottom of it. Well, hey, real quick, what is a finger trick? A finger trick is, like, something, like, that'll help you on the cube. So, like, there's something called the middle flick. You'll take your ring finger and you'll, you can move the middle piece. I mean, the, the middle center piece with some other pieces on it that are on the cube. And, uh, that's called a finger trick. Nice. What's, uh, what's, you got a couple other fun facts listed here. What are those? Um, Yusheng Du, which is a, one of the speed cubers in the world, he holds the world record for the 3x3 three three, um, at 3.57 seconds. Nice. Can you do that? Wait, tell everyone, how, how quick can you do a 3x3 three three Rubik's Cube? At least under 50 seconds. Yeah, what's your what's your average? You just did a competition here recently. What mm-hmm. you? How, what was your average in the competition? 56 seconds. Nice. What are the, okay, and this was just a local one here in our our little town. How what do you remember how fast the first place person got it? Uh, he was getting his solves at least under 20 seconds, which would be like 16, 17 seconds. That's like legit speed cubing there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. He still has a few more years and months to go until he solves it like under 8 seconds. Yeah. 
At what point do you consider yourself like a professional speed cuber? I what do you think? I consider myself at like a wizard, but like the final part of it is a as a Rubik's whiz. That's what is that? That's the official term. You're a Rubik's whiz. Yeah, it means like you can like solve it under eight seconds or less. Nice. Oh. Now you got one more. What's this last one? Well, um, some other in the world record is that Max Park, who's an autistic kid, was the very first one who would actually hold the world record. There was someone else who had the same record as him, but Max Park got a few milliseconds under it, so he held the world record. Then Felix Zemdegs came in and made it four seconds. Then Yusheng Duen came came and made it three seconds. Mm. Now we just we talked just a second ago about you doing a competition, but um, what about other competitions throughout the world? How does that work? Um, well, like so, they'll have like normal ones at someone's house, and then um, they'll like tell like the dub like the WCA, which is the World Cubing Association. Hmm. They'll bring those cubers up to like the tournament. And then there's the championships, and then whoever wins the championships is the winner of that championship. And then there will be other ones that are held. Nice. All right. So is that it? That I think we covered everything in here, right? Don't yeah. You think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is our ep- end of episode one of the All Topic Podcast with Brody C. We'll see you again here next time with whatever topic Brody wants to talk about. Mm-hmm.